I thought I had more time. LIW, The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to that show name I just said in the intro there. Uh, it's episode 159 for Fear the Walking Dead 501. Here to help. I, th- I thought I had more time between season four and five, but I delayed season four so long. But by the time I finished it, season five was here. So let's just get into it. Uh, I'm actually keeping up with the episode as it airs. It aired Sunday. Today's Wednesday. Close enough, right? It's the same week. That's a first in a long time. I think I'm going to try to keep up with the show for for once. Uh, It's been a long time. Yeah, let's just get into it. Last season left off. They found the the old jeans factory. They're going to brew beer there. They're going to save lives. They're going to go out and and help people. The end of last season was all about helping people. So much so that they tried to help the villain of the season. The second half of the season, that is. Which was uh, Voodoo Michonne, as I called her. I don't remember her real fucking name. Who cares? She's dead. She's goddamn dead. And uh, they get to the gene factory, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna do all this. We're gonna do. We're gonna do so much good for people. We got our. We got our trucker brigade. We got our beer. We're good to go. We're we're here to help." And the optimism doesn't last apparently because they. Let's just get into it. Let's fucking get into it, and then I'll talk about the optimism fading. So it begins with two kids. They're hunting deer in the woods. The little kid with the giant glasses. It looks like a fucking asshole. He looks like every kid that's an asshole in movies. He shoots the deer, nothing against the actor himself, just <laughs> they put him in these giant glasses. I don't know if that was the actor came with him or if those are uh, put on him afterwards or slapped on him. But uh, the, the little kid shoots the deer, and it looks like he shot the fucking tree above it, but somehow he actually shot the deer. They don't get to taste that sweet, sweet venison, though, because as soon as they walk over to get the deer, a zombie comes out of nowhere, and he's like, ah, my deer, that was mine, I clearly had it first, ah, hunter's rights, ah, comes out of there. Um, out of fucking nowhere again, uh, an airplane flies overhead, like right over top of them and, and crashes. And they're like, watch out. Ah! And I thought someone yelled off screen cause it sounded like a little girl, but apparently it was a little boy. And then the airplane crashes. Uh, we cut to the wreckage, the little, the kids run after it. I don't know why. I don't know why you run after that shit. It seems like airplane crashing. I'd run away from it, but whatever. Especially in this world, you know what the fuck they're doing. If they're, if they're sophisticated enough to get an airplane, the odds of it being a good gang like our, our main group here is, is slim to none. I mean, it worked out for them, but the odds are not good. Kids, next time, go ahead and run away. It's probably going to be some sort of like fucking drug runner. I don't know if there's still drug runners in this world, if you want to be that high in this world. seems like you die out immediately, but someone running something you don't want. The people that are in charge of helicopters or anything sort of like a... Anything like that is gonna—they're not gonna be good people because they did something horrible to get this shit. Um, there's uh, lots of wreckage. Uh, the kids are run, walking around. There's lots of boxes and shit everywhere. It looks like it was spraying shit out the back of the plane for several hundred yards. Lots of boxes, and they're even like labeled like that: "Leave one, take what you need, leave what you don't, whatever." Uh, there's zombies coming out of the woods, out of the like fucking out of everywhere. The zombies are pouring out. It was like a thousand fucking zombies. Um, the kid's about to get attacked. He's trying to shoot, but his gun is jammed, even though it was just jammed in the previous scene, and the kid doesn't remember that, apparently. Kid's fucking dumb as shit, the older brother. They look like they're, like, orphans. I don't know, like, out of fucking the beginning of Peter Pan. I don't know who the hell these kids are, but uh, Alicia comes out of nowhere. She slices the... Everything's gonna be coming out of nowhere, by the way. Slices a zombie's head in half, and she says the titular line, like, don't worry, I'm here to help. It's like, ah, we got it. She's here to help. Okay. Let's see how they help him. 
Uh, we cut to inside the airplane. We got Morgan, Lucy, and John. They're in the airplane. Uh, in the cockpit, we got Al and June. Apparently, Al was flying and is fucking terrible at flying. So, uh, they, one of the kids get, lets Morgan free that he kills some zombies. And he's like, you watch this. You watch her hold this here. They realize there's a metal bar going through Lucy's shoulder. And, uh, she's like, he's like, you hold this here. Keep pressure on it. I'll go clear them out. He's like, what happens when if the zombies get through? Cause there's a bunch of them coming. And he's like, shoot them or something like that. And I'm like, but they don't have a working. Okay. Whatever. You don't care. You really don't care. And then there's a long section of the episode, a very, very long section of the episode where they're literally just cl- clearing out the zombies. Like uh, Alicia's out there setting up like a tripwire, which is very fucking smart. Because that's re- they're not humans, so they will just walk right into that shit and fall over and go, not even like think about like stepping over it. It's fucking genius. I don't know why I haven't seen this before in one of these shows. She just like walks around, and hammers in some things into the ground, sets up a tripwire. Um, and then they just kind of like clear them out one by one. And then uh, Al and uh, Luce, or Al and uh, June are in the cockpit. They try to get free. Uh, there's one in like in the swamp below next to the window. I don't know why that was there. What weird landing? Very convenient for the zombie. But anyway, they get out. Uh, Al. Well, before she gets out, Al's on the radio talking to Strand, and she's like, Al. Strand, if you don't, uh, if you don't get, if you don't see us, listen to it. Watch a tape, Mark Skidmark. And I'm like, really? Are we doing a tape, Nick Mark Skidmark? Why do you label your tape that? That's weird. I don't know why she knows what that is, uh, or, or pulls it up like that quickly. And then when we see the tape later, I'm like, I don't know why you knew that was that. I don't. I have no idea. It doesn't matter. But they're looking for a. Later, they're looking for a hacksaw uh, to free Lucy, so they start going through all the boxes and shit. Uh, they trip. They, Alicia trips, and she sees that it says, the sign says high radiation area over the fence that they knocked down with the plane. They go in, they cut the bar and, and free Lucy, um, and then they get her on a gurney. They're fucking trying to walk her out of there. whole time, Alicia and John are killing zombies. Alicia and Morgan are killing zombies. John's free, helping get June free and killing all the zombies there. Yada, yada, yada. Everyone gets together. They start running through. And then we see like this. A camera pulls up and we see like a Schindler's List pile of bodies of zombies that Alicia and Morgan killed. And it's like 100, 100 bodies. And it's like, oh, wow. It reminded me of like the Alien Covenant poster, which is a bunch of just like bodies and like the alien shapes. But this is just zombies. There's so many of them. And then um, out of nowhere, again, out of nowhere, a they're about to have to attack all these zombies. She's like, ready, let's go. And then a fucking van pulls in the frame and it knocks over the zombies very comedically and it stops and it's the two boys. It's their sister. And so she's also a little girl and she's like, who are they? Who are you? Who fucking cares what she says? And they get in the goddamn van. All of them get in the goddamn van. I'm like, how did they get the, the fact that they have a wide enough van to get uh, Lucy in there on a stretcher is, is just amazing. The, 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 the luck that they're driving a minivan, or I guess it's a full caravan, instead of like a, I don't know, like a Toyota Corolla, or something something like that, where they're like, oh, sorry, strap the bitch to the roof, I guess, we'll all ride in the trunk, I don't know, the odds of them driving a van are, are miraculous, so they all get in there, they drive away, there's a really quick scene uh, where Victor is talking to Wendell and Sarah on the radio, and I was like, oh, where's this, oh no, it cuts away, and I was like, I guess that doesn't matter. 
that's the end of my note for that because it cuts away after like 30 seconds. And I was like, oh, I guess we're not staying with those characters. Everyone in the van is talking about how they're trying to save some guy named Logan. And the little girl's like, you don't know how bad it is out here. It's really bad. And they're like, Why, how's it bad? She goes, oh, it's really bad because you don't know how bad it is. It is so bad out here. You don't get it. You just don't get it. Why do you, want, why do you even want to save Logan? And they're like, well, everyone we've tried to save has either been dead by the time we showed up, didn't want to be rescued, or was aggressive. Who fucking knows? But, so they haven't saved anybody is the point, which is why I'm saying the optimism is fading. They're trying their best to save people. They have not saved one person. So they're like, hey, we have three kids here. Maybe we can actually do some good for these kids. Let's go ahead and, and help them. And let's, let's watch the optimism fade on that because she keeps, the little girl keeps talking about driving, mind you. She's like 12. And she's driving around. She pulls up. She stops um, at the at the gate, and by gate I mean there's a weird zombie fence, literally a fence made of zombies, and there's a bunch of heads in trees, and it's like all the zombies are alive. They didn't puncture the brain, so there's like just from the chin up, and they're going ah, and it's it looks cool and terrible at the same time, but they're kind of like uh like zombie Christmas ornaments, like ah, they might they're almost like saying that dun 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 dun, dun. like it's singing a Christmas song. I, I, that's what I expected, and I keep waiting for like. She keeps hinting about how bad it is, and they're like, "How bad is it?" And she's like, "Oh, yeah, we'll do, we'll deal with it later." I'm like, "Oh, you're extending the plot. I get it. You're extending this, extending the suspense. I get it. I have no problem with that." But after she saw that sign about the radiated zombie, I'm really expecting some fucking radiated zombies now. A radiated sign. She saw. <laughs> I'm expecting radiated zombies. I should say. So I'm expecting some like crazy like bubble shit like out of uh, Resident Evil or something like that. Um, I should mention, just as a passing scene, there's one of the zombies that Al kills is wearing like almost like tactical gear, like SWAT gear, has the helmet. She keeps trying to stab it in the helmet for some fucking reason with her little thing or like little bottle opener, whatever the hell she has, like a wine cork thing. I don't know what the hell she has in her hand, but keeps trying to stab him in the helmet and I'm like, bitch, she's wearing a helmet. What are you doing? So she finally kicks him back and he lands on a pole and he's kind of stuck there, like it's through his chest, but obviously it's not going to kill a zombie, so... He just kind of like, ah, this sucks. I don't like being pinned to the ground. Ah, ah, see? What am I doing? So uh, they arrive uh, at a truck stop. They're looking for Logan. They set Lucy down on a table, and they're going to do some surgery on her, emergency surgery, obviously, to save her life. Uh, Morgan, um, no, let me, let me pause before I start getting into that scene, because they set him down. I'm like, this is very familiar to last season when they're at uh, the truck stop. But I guess the explanation is it is another one of whatever the fuck that guy's name is, his truck stops that he set up as like a refuge area. He's one of his stops along the way. And I was like, okay, they explained it. Good. They, they said, and then the little kid has a little truck and he's like, hey, hey Lucy, what's, uh, what's the truck? And she's like, oh, it's symbol of hope. And, da, da, da. and then they, they tell that kid to fuck off. They're like, stop it. We have to do surgery. Get the fuck away from her. And then um, they start pulling the thing out of her arm. And uh, the kids are like, I don't know where the kids are like, ah, and they pull their guns out. And they're like, you can't help anybody. You can't help anybody. You're fucked. You're fucked. Like, you, you can't. Why are you even helping anybody? And they're like, oh, Morgan's like, come on, kids. Just come back with us. It's not a big deal. We're trying to help people. We're trying to get together. And she, she's like, that doesn't exist anymore. Helping nobody. And then they all run out. And I'm like, oh, well, that, well, that's dead. Okay. And then they pull the pipe out of Lucy's arm. And it looks like a lot of fun to have a giant pipe pulled out of your shoulder. She's going to, if they have her use her arm after this, I'm going to call foul. That arm better be dead. Because she got a, a like four inch thick pole all the way through her arm. 
And that would just fuck everything up, like, for a long while. And I have a feeling in three episodes she's going to be, like, throwing softball. And it's, like, just perfect, playing darts perfectly with the right arm. Just, like, drawing and doing calligraphy. Just, like, and just uh, just having a full two-arm life. And, and no issues that will ever come up from this. And people get shot in the chest in this, this show. And uh, they're fine in two episodes. They have a little bandage there. And they go, oh, I'm weak. Like, when John got shot, he's like, oh... I'm a little weak, and then you forget about it in three episodes, and then he's fine. He's running around. He's fucking doing a marathon, and he's like, he's just doing whatever he wants to do. He's skiing. He's a bunch of crazy shit, and I'm like, oh, oh, oh yeah, he was shot once. I forgot. I forgot because you don't know. It, there's not like a you don't see a calendar on the on the screen ever. So you don't, and they don't go three weeks later. So you're just like, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know how long it's been. I just got a Google notification that Black Mirror, uh, not Google notification, but uh, Netflix notification that Black Mirror Season 5 is out, if you're into that. Just got that. And speaking of which, we're on Fear the Walking Dead Season 5. Let's get back to this. Sorry. It just popped up and caught my eye. So, um, some guy arrives at the Je- the old jeans factory, which is completely abandoned now because all of our characters are driving truck or they're doing surgery on Lucy. Uh, some guy arrives, uh, does the padlock, he knows the combination, so I'm like, okay, he knows he's been here before, obviously. Unlocks the gate, goes inside, walks around, he's looking at everything. And then um, Alicia's on the radio, oh, I guess it was uh, June, I think, who fucking cares who's on the radio? Uh, Logan gets on the radio with them, and they're like, hey, we're, we're, we're here at the, uh, at the truck stop, where are you? And he's like, oh, I'm at the, uh, the, old, the old jeans factory, and it's fucking Max Hedrum. And I'm like, oh, Max Hedrum's our new, uh, our new villain, yay. And uh, he's basically, it's kind of overlapping. We're, we're seeing Max sitting there in the, je- the old jeans factory. We see our main characters, our big group, sitting in the uh, truck stop where they went to go get Logan. And then we got uh, Victor and blah, 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 the other two, who fucking cares, uh, showing up at the jeans factory and all the guys are outside, like they're on like a little gun standoff. And you're like, oh, they took over the jeans factory, the old jeans factory. And then Mor- uh, Logan on the radio is like, uh, Logan, Morgan, Logan, Morgan. This is going to be difficult. Logan is uh, is like, hey, I, this is my jeans factory, actually. I own the fucking deed, so you kicking me out of here is technically illegal if there were laws around. And uh, I, I like, I love this actor, first of all. Uh, what's his name? Matt Frewer? Is that his name? Something like that. I could look it up easily, but I'd rather, I like him a lot. He's in, uh, he's in the stand. He's great. Yeah, Matt Frewer. I remember his name. Uh-huh. But uh, he, he's like, he's a good villain because he literally has a line where he goes, um, let me get the exact quote, where she, Alicia goes, when I find you, I'm going to kill you. And I was like, oh, shit. She's going to kill him. And he goes, see that attitude right there? He's very calm. I love calm villains that don't try to be super threatening for no fucking reason, like comically villain, even though this is based on a comic, you know, kind of. But he just goes, see, you see that attitude right there is exactly why we didn't want to do a direct standoff with you guys. We thought we'd slip in here when you weren't here and take it over this way. And because I don't want to see people dead. I just want what's mine. And I'm like, oh, that's a good villain. This is a good villain. I love this. This, Because if he came in like, I'm going to conquer you. I'm going to fuck you up. And it's why uh, in the original series, Walking Dead, it's why the governor is a good villain. Because he does the air of, of, a, of a great... He he like tries to be greatness. He's like I'm the governor. I I, I rule this. Pl- I, I I don't rule. He doesn't want to use the word rule. He's like I I help these people. I do this. When they think they're doing the right thing, or they think they're doing, when they're not trying to be comically villain, it works out so much better than 
destructive or, or like uh, the wolves or something like that. We're like, we're a bad gang. Fuck you. We're going to kill you. And then I'm like, uh, I don't care. Like it sucks. And that's unfortunate for our characters, but I don't care about this villain. Go ahead and kill him. When it's Negan and when it's the governor, I'm like, yeah, here we go. The guy that thinks he's doing right and, and, and thinks tactically instead of just barbarically, that's a lot more interesting than just a, you know, divide, like conquer, the, the, the bad guy that wants to just destroy, destroy, destroy. The guys in the 80s movies that just shoot their own men because they looked at him the wrong way. They're like, that's right. Sure could use that guy in this fight with our with our guy, with our uh, hero here. But now you know where I stand on that. Okay, so don't fuck, don't even look at me. And, and what's the, I just hate that the 80s did that with their villains all the time. They shoot their own men all the goddamn time. Never work for a bad guy in the, in the 80s if you can help it. If you're going to do a time travel device, don't work for a, a maniac back in the 80s that wants to do some weird, weird shit. Just don't. I'm at a loss for words how to describe this. Um, let's just get back to the episode because we're almost done, honestly. It's basically a whole episode setting up the fact that Logan's here now and he's the bad guy. And I'm hoping he sticks around for a while because I love Matt Frewer so much that I'm hoping he sticks around for the whole season and they don't do what they did last season, which was just two separate seasons. I'm hoping he sticks around for a good while. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with him. I'm interested to find out, uh, but let's just real quick finish off, and then I'll get into Matt Frewer. So Sarah and Wendell, they're sitting in the back of the truck, and uh, they're drinking beers, and they're talking about how their new brew is skunky and gross, and then the Logan's man kept half of it. So he really is Negan. He's, like, taking literally half of it. Um, Charlie is apparently there, too, and she's like, I know how to get us in. And I was like, oh, they're Because was my question was, are they going to keep Charlie in the show? Because as an actress at, like, that age... They're going to age considerably considerably between seasons. It's the problem they ran in with Carl, which they just had to kill him off because he's like, he's going to turn into a man here shortly and our timeline is not matching up with his age. So so Charlie's there. I'm like, okay, they maybe they got one more season. So I, I expect a good Charlie death this season because they, I mean, I guess if they're keeping up with the timeline, it works because they explain that they've been looking for people for a while. So I guess we don't, they don't have to kill Charlie. The problem is if they try to focus on this whole season takes place over three weeks and the next season takes place a week after that, you're going to go, okay, Charlie's considerably older. It depends on what they do. This show apparently seems to be going real time, so they can keep around for a while. I, I expect them to do that. Either way, I don't expect Charlie to make it through the season. Either way. So, uh, Victor says something about not missing being on the next plane. He's like, I was shit about on that plane, the one that crashed. And he's like, I'm not going to miss the next one. I'm like, fuck does that mean i don't you have another plane to catch what the fuck you got a schedule to keep or you get to show up at the airport what the, you got to get your luggage and go to the airport and check in and what the fuck's going on what what plane is there why is there a second plane now how many planes do you guys have are you, are you speaking figuratively i don't are you going to be on the, the plane inside what i don't i can't wait to find out what he's talking about next episode so morgan and alicia <clears throat> they're talking about if it's worth keeping the you know how, trying to help everybody uh, Morgan's like, yes, 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 we have to keep trying. And Alicia's like, why? Nobody wants help. Nobody wants our help. They're, she's like really starting to get frustrated with nobody wanting their help. And uh, and Morgan's like, we have to keep trying to help these kids. And I'm like, of course they're going to keep trying to help the kids. They introduce them for a reason. They're going to keep trying to help them. Some weird shit's going to go down with that. And I'm, I'm really excited to find out what happens there because she set up some weird shit. I expect my fucking toxic Avenger zombies. I want them to get hit by a car and turn into liquid like fucking RoboCop. I want some, some gross-ass zombies, because it would fit in this world. They set up the radiation first, and then the, here we go. In The Walking Dead, they set up nothing, and all of a sudden you have like Silent Hill zombies with spikes coming out of their head and like weird shit, and I'm like, oh, fuck you. My least favorite episode, when he fights a, 
fights a Silent Hill zombie in a trash heap. I fucking hate that episode. It made me hate the show. I literally, I commented when I was watching it that I felt myself drift away from the show. Walking Dead, I was like, bye. I'm going to keep watching, but it's in anger. Bye-bye. I'll be over here. I'll keep watching, but oh, it's going to be real angry. Okay, we'll see how this goes. Um, we find out that the the skin mark tape, which uh, Victor's watching, is a is an interview with uh, Daniel Salazar, uh, which is Lucy. No, that's not Lucy's dad. I keep confusing Lucy and Ophelia. Ophelia's goddamn dead. So I'm even more at a loss here because I keep thinking Lucy is his daughter, but she's not. My bad. I keep doing that. I, I warned you guys I would do that because I, those two characters are fucking same to me. One came in when one died, so I was like, ah, I just replaced it in my head. But... So why did Al go, hey, if anything happens to me, you don't hear back from me, go ahead and watch that skin bark tape with a Daniel Salazar interview, which to her is just a guy out there. She doesn't know who that is. She, it means nothing to her, especially because everyone who knew Daniel is dead, except for Victor and uh, Alicia. Uh, I don't think Lucy ever met him, did she? I don't, I don't know. I don't know on the timeline. I don't, I'm not that fucking into this where I know the exact timeline of every character. I'd have to go back home and watch it, but... But the point is, they never bring up Daniel to her, unless she's bringing up the tape because he says something like, this is located here. This is this. It's got to be like a plot point to get them to, from, to point B, you know? And the tape is the setup for that, where they go find the weapon, and they go find the cache, cache of weapons. They go find a place to hole up. They go find this. They go find that. Is it supposed to be this was interview before Daniel died? Because I, I'll be honest, I don't remember Daniel dying. I know there's like a fire, and I thought he lived through that. And did we ever actually see his death? I brought this up before. Where I'm like, I don't remember Daniel dying. Like, I, I remember the show saying he was dead, but I don't remember him actually showing his death. I don't remember that actual actually happening. Same thing with uh, the guy last season, the hipster dude that was driving the van. We saw a van blow up. He was driving, but it didn't look like the driver's seat would have blown up that bad where he's dead but he's not in the show anymore so i have to assume he's dead but i'm, I'm kind of waiting for him to pop back up because just because we didn't see it we didn't actually see his body so i don't know we'll, we'll, we'll find out i don't know if they're gonna bring daniel back i imagine not this is probably just pre-recorded before his death but i don't i don't know i don't know how she would have met him I, whatever she's all around moving on um, for some reason, Al goes back out to kill the, the zombie in the tactical gear because as he was pinned to the ground, stabs him in the head, takes some more footage of him. She gets on the radio and, and she, oh, she finds a bunch of weird maps and shit. And she gets on the radio and she's like, Hey guys, I found something. Did you watch the tape? Oh, I found this. I found it. And she says, she's talking to it. And then she gets fucking tasered from behind. We don't find out who it is yet. And that's where it ends. And we're like, who questions, how are they going to deal with Logan? What's Charlie's plan with Logan to get into the jeans, the old jeans factory who tasered her? Who tasered at the end? Is Daniel alive? Is Daniel dead? What are they going to do with the kids? What did the kids mean when they said, uh, you, know, you don't know how bad it is out here? Does that mean does that mean uh, a radioactive zombies? Is that where we're coming to? So six questions right there. Um, another one would be, uh, uh, are they going to keep Morgan being a good character? Because they're working so far. Uh, the biggest question, number eight, is going to be, I saw in the uh, publicity photos that they have, um, which I wish they would stop fucking doing, and I wish they didn't have this, but uh, Dwight, Dwight's back on this show. So we have Morgan and Dwight on the show now. And I, he's not in this episode. I'm assuming he's going to pop up here shortly because he's going to be one of those men he, they try to save. But 
I, I wish I didn't know that because I see the fucking actor that plays Dwight with the rest of our, our cast and I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. I, nothing against that. I like that character a lot, but I'm like, are they going to keep doing this? Or is this just like each season they're going to introduce someone who got kicked out of The Walking Dead? What the fuck are they doing? Like, I'm fine with Dwight going on there because they kicked him out. It makes sense that he eventually would find them, I guess. I don't know how big of a character he's going to be. I like that actor a lot. I like that character a lot. Unlike Morgan, where I like the actor a lot and I don't care about the character. I'm starting to care about Morgan's character. I hope they keep that up. And when are they going to introduce him? What are they going to do with that? How are they... Is he going to be working for Logan? I, I don't know what they're going to do. Because it seems like if uh, Logan seems like a, a Negan mix, that I can't imagine that Dwight would work for another guy like that because he fucking hated Negan. So I can't imagine he'd be working for him. I'm assuming they're going to find him out of nowhere. And Morgan knows him, right? Morgan knows who he is. When did Morgan leave? Yeah, Morgan. Morgan's met him, right? Oh, the timelines of these characters is impossible to keep track of. I'm going to go ahead and assume that they, he knows who he is. And... I'm not sure if Morgan knows about everything that happened. I don't know if he was around to see uh, Dwight switch, switch, you know, to betray Negan. So maybe we'll have to deal with that. I'd have to go back and watch the timeline of when they kicked uh, Dwight out of there. Dwight got kicked out after the war. They let him go. Morgan left before the war, right? Yeah, he left at during, like, before the war. I... I I don't know. I'll, I'll think about it, and I'll, I'll have to catch up. But the point is, who cares? I'm not going to sit here and debate back and forth when I don't know with myself. That's fucking pointless. That's what a, a psychotic would do. <laughs> so so, so uh, here to help. It's a fine episode. It's a good setup for the season. And that's basically, it's like a volleyball setup where they kind of knock it back up in the air. And you're like, uh, oh, waiting for that fucking spike to the ground where shit's going to go down. I think the next episode is called The Hurt That Will Happen. Sounds like that's going to be the spike to the ground and lands on the other side of the net and just fucking drills these characters. <laughs> Sounds like it based off the title. Who knows? Um, maybe that's when Charlie gets killed. Um, but uh, yes, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Logan. I'm really I'm so glad they have him on here. When I saw Matt Frewer, I was like, fuck yes. <laughs> yeah, I was so excited. I love that guy. I really do. I have a... Severe passion for him. I don't know why. And I, I mentioned that he's, he's, he played Max Hedrum in the 80s. And I'm like, I don't know if people know who he is anymore. Like, younger people. And I can't imagine they would, right? If you don't know who Max Hedrum is, I can't explain it to you because it doesn't make any sense. Go ahead and go to YouTube. Look up Max Hedrum. Uh, and good luck with that. Or go watch The Fucking Stand. He plays like a trash guy in The Stand. <laughs> he's great. Uh, I love The Stand. It's cheesy as fuck, but I love it. Um... Point is, let's get out of here. I'm looking forward to the next episode and seeing where they go with this. I'm looking forward to a lot. Uh, this show is severely more uh, suspenseful. I don't, I don't know if I want to say suspenseful. It's more, uh, I, I feel like I have no idea where they're going. That's what I want to say. I, I, I just feel like it's a, it's a vast world that they could go into. And I, just, and I have nothing to base it on because I'm so glad it's not based on a comic, but on the actual comic books. Because The Walking Dead, I'm like, all right, they're getting here. They're probably going to do this. Yep, 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 they did it. Okay. But this, I'm just like, no idea. That's why I find this show vastly more exciting. Plus, I like the cast a lot more. Alicia, the girl that plays Alicia Clark, great. Uh, Victor Strand, fucking love that guy. I, I would bang him. I would bang him. He is a handsome dude. Anyway. Uh, and then we got our other side characters. That we they're good, but, you know. We got Morgan. <sighs> fucking Morgan. Anyway, um. Let's get out of here. I, I keep rambling about wanting the fuck of the different men in the show. So let's get out of here. Until next time. And in the meantime, go to lawstudios.com and I'm Phoenix West. Did that out of order. Fucked it right up. Who cares?
So long.